0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Tithe. Dumbship Music Station F104, Louise Tie here with you until one o'clock. I'm now joined on the phone by Kimberly Wilson, Chartered Psychologist. Hello, how are you? Hi there, I'm very good. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. Thank you so much for joining me. My absolute pleasure. So tell me about your book that you've written on the healthy brain.
0: Yeah, so it's called How to Build a Healthy Brain. And it essentially comes out of the idea that when we think about health, Mm -hmm. everybody automatically thinks about the body you know if we say how do you look after yourself people say "Oh, well I'll I'll exercise and I'll try and eat my fruit and veg to help reduce my risk of say cancer or heart disease or those sorts of things but people really don't think about protecting the brain or being kind of preventative when thinking about the brain which is a bit strange because Actually, certainly in the UK, our leading cause of death isn't cancer, it isn't heart disease, it's dementia, Mm -hmm. Um, and actually around the world, the leading cause of disability across the globe is depression. So the things that are causing us most distress, um, and in the UK, taking most lives, is related to the health of the brain, but nobody really gets any instruction, there's no public health campaign for the brain. So really that's that's what the book's all
1: about. And it's so true because you kind of think of the brain as just like its own entity. You don't really kind of go, oh yeah, I must do something for that. But you do kind of go, right, well, I better not eat so much sugar. I better not eat so much butter or fat or whatever it happens to be. But you're so right. You don't kind of go, oh, well, I better not have that or do that because we're going to cause my brain damage, mm-hmm. I suppose. So I suppose at the moment we're in such crazy times.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: Oh, to put it mildly, I think. <laughs> but what can we be doing or what sort of tips can you give to people to, to mind our brains or to make them happier, I suppose?
0: Yeah, and actually there's an enormous amount that you can do, which is, why, again, why I think it's so strange that people don't have this information. For example, there's a really good body of research that shows if a brain that is well-nourished is much more able to tolerate stress and a brain that is undernourished. So, when people have had to deal with natural disasters such as earthquakes, or even um, one big paper came out of New Zealand after the mosque shootings there, mm-hmm. it found that people who were given nutritional supplementation had a reduced risk of experiencing PTSD. So, one of the big key things is to make sure that people, even if you're on lockdown, even if you have less access to Um, your normal food you know you have we have restricted access to supermarkets making sure you are still eating as healthy a diet as you can so lots of fruit and vegetables whole grains nuts oily fish is a big one and making sure you're getting all those vitamins and minerals in um, as much as possible to support your brain to be able to tolerate the high levels of anxiety and stress that we're all going to be experiencing so that's that would probably be one big tip
1: and I'm a vegetarian, so I wouldn't really be the fish person. Is there other ways mm-hmm. that you can counteract that?
0: Mm. So these fats are absolutely essential. They make up the structure of the brain cell. So if you don't eat fish or seafood, mm. then we'd really be thinking about taking an algae-based DHA supplement. So if you go into your health food store and say, you know, I'm vegan or I don't eat fish, mm. um, and I want to make sure I'm getting omega-3s, um, ask for a high-strength algae-based DHA fish oil. Interesting. Oh, I've never heard of that before. Oil. Yeah, so essentially they you have um omega-3 fatty acids and yeah. they break down to a few different types so EPA, DHA and ALA. Um, and DHA is the one that makes up the structure of your brain, of your brain cells. It makes up a third of the membrane, so the outer wall of your brain cells. Mm-hmm. But it also helps your cells to signal. It helps them to send the messages, and you know everything that happens in your, your brain, your thoughts, your ideas, your feelings, your moods, are about those signals. So if you're not getting those fats, and they are essential fats, which means you can only get them from a the diet, you can't get the, uh, your body can't make them. Mm-hmm. You have to get them from your food. Um, So if you're not getting them, then both the structure and function of your brain is going to be less efficient, less effective. And so if you're not eating these foods, it's absolutely essential that you do supplement to ensure that your brain isn't having to work harder or substitute in different fats which Mm. aren't as flexible or efficient so that your brain can can still be um, functioning optimally.
1: And what are the biggest mistakes we tend to
0: make? In terms of?
1: In terms of in, I suppose of eating and not looking after our brains, I suppose. Mm.
0: I think most people just don't think about their brains, right? Yeah. So yeah. When, when people, you know, think about their diets, they are thinking usually about aesthetics, you know, want to be slimmer or in, in, in better shape, but they're not thinking about the impact of changing their diet on their brain. So I think that's one thing. Mm. And the other thing is that I think the brain... And and mental health in general. So in all other parts of health, we think about prevention, right? So the reason that, I often say, the reason that we brush our teeth isn't because our teeth are already falling out, it's to prevent us getting holes in our teeth Mm. and our teeth falling out, right? Mm -hmm. So you do a little bit every day, you know, two or three minutes every day to protect your teeth, to prevent anything happening to them. But only in mental health and brain health do we wait until something goes wrong, before we intervene, right so it 's when you become anxious or when you become depressed or when you become overly stressed that suddenly people think, "Oh maybe I should do something and there 's no reason that we should do that because there's lots there 's a really robust, strong evidence base that you can do preventative things like you know the equivalent of brushing your teeth every day mm. to help build resilience into your brain, help you to prevent um, mental health concerns help you reduce the severity of things like depression and so i think the the big mistake we make with the brain is waiting until something goes wrong rather than being proactive and being preventative measures
1: and a lot of people i suppose might know you from the great british bake-off had Mm. you had you always even before that had associated food with mental health and brain health
0: um i not so much in terms of brain health but I was really aware of the importance of food for say you know social engagement mm. and uh, connecting with friends and so the relationship between food and socializing and mood and you know big yes. celebrations you know like Easter you know yeah. some of the, the most <laughs> important functions of our um, big festivals happening around food and um, so I always thought about like that but it was when I started my career and at the time I was working in in prisons. And Mm. a big paper came out, which showed that if you gave uh, young offenders nutritional supplementation, um, so vitamins, minerals, these omega-3 fatty acids, you could reduce incidence of violence by 37%. And so I found that absolutely astonishing. Um, And since then, there have been three or four papers that have found the same thing in a prison population. And it just really showed me that nutrition can have this really profound impact on the structure and function of our brain and of course then our mood our behavior our our feelings even our decision-making. And that's when I really, really got into the field.
1: Yeah, it's kind of fascinating. And I suppose we've kind of put the word hangry to it. So like, where you yeah. get really just irritated when you haven't had lunch or dinner or whatever. And you, you do, and you don't even realise yourself until maybe afterwards, and you've had your your dinner or whatever, that you're kind of like, oh, I actually feel better now. Like you don't even realise. Yeah.
0: yeah, but they've, they've done studies in um, criminal trials. And actually the sentences that judges ha- hand out for lunch are harsher than the ones that they hand out after they've had their lunch so this even though it's subtle and you wouldn't even think about it it yeah. does have real world implications so it's really important stuff it's amazing
1: actually yeah and I probably wouldn't have thought about it to be on to, to that extent either mm. amazing and have you <laughs> I suppose on my Instagram and on my Twitter feed I'm seeing all these gorgeous meals popping up do you <laughs> do you find yourself moving towards that while we're all kind of staying in and doing our bit
0: I think one of the things that helps me feel normal like mm. my life is still normal is cooking <laughs> so I have yeah. tried to keep up with the, the the things that I would usually do so even though because usually at Easter I'd be making a big meal for lots of friends and family yeah. and obviously um, that's not happening this year but I still you know made some hot cross buns and I was putting little a few of them into the freezer so that I can give them to friends and family when I can see them. So trying to hold on to a little bit of normality.
1: Yeah, I think everybody's planning that party when it's on. (laughs) (laughs) Whether it's a garden party or a tea party, I think everyone is like, right, we're going to get to that point and then just go wild. (laughs) Yeah,
0: absolutely. (laughs)
1: Yummy food and friends and music and the whole shebang.
0: (laughs) It's going to be fantastic.
1: (laughs) So how can people get hold of your book or find out more about it?
0: Um, So, yeah, so we can't go into shops at the moment. The book is available at all online retailers. (laughs) Um, And there's also an audio book as well. So we narrated the audio book so you can download that um, pretty much every way that you can get audio books. And then um, I do a lot of my stuff on Instagram. I'm doing a whole series at the moment called hashtag flatten the anxiety curve for anyone who's feeling particularly anxious at the moment just giving you some practical tips on what you can do to help manage those feelings during this very very uncertain time
1: and can anyone hop into that at any stage
0: absolutely so i've put it into a series and a highlight so you can start right at the beginning it's step by step that builds on each other just to make sure that you are covering all of your bases so yeah anyone can just drop in and everything is available there for you
1: brilliant and is it kimberly wilson then on on instagram
0: Um, I'm at foodandpsych on Instagram, actually. So, yeah, F-W-O-D-A-N-D-P-S-Y-C-H. And uh, you can join the gang. Quite a friendly crew.
1: Brilliant. That sounds good at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Kimberly.
0: My absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me.
1: Have a good one. Bye.
0: And you. Bye.
1: FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Tai.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.